Oh, wow. Thank you so much, Katleho, uh, for the beautiful music. Happy ending. And I hope uh, from these conversations, you did text your um, person and get them to just tune in so that uh, you can be in a better place uh, in your relationship and uh, have some happy ending. We could use um, a lot of those. And right now, let's uh, talk about a campaign. This is our Do Good uh, campaign feature where we focus on uh, what NGOs are doing to just uh, get us to be better people. We building this country one person at a time right and addressing some of the ills as a part of a, or as as the context of our conversations and right now joining me um, is kids to kids uh, this is a series of uh, specially designed workshops um, that are run uh, in schools aftercare facilities and places of safety where children are taught to take pride um, in empathy and gentleness and uh, you always wonder where children become bullies and uh, um, where, which, where do they come from? Um, and it, it helps to just have uh, organizations that are just going to help us uh, just balance uh, what children come with uh, from the different homes that makes them to do the kind of things they do. And uh, Kids to Kids is bringing us a campaign called uh, Cool to be Kind. Imagine if all of us were to expose children uh, to being uh, cool as being kind. And joining us is Dee uh, Bona, who is a founder and national coordinator of kids to kids Good afternoon and welcome, Dee. Good afternoon, Grisaldo. Thank you for having us on your station. So how rife is bullying in our society? Well, according to statistics, they are absolutely huge. And we've only got recent statistics that have come out because before last year, we didn't really have much. But with us working in the schools, we've now seen it firsthand. Mm. And the school teachers don't always have the resources to deal with it. And they have only said back to us that it is absolutely huge in the schools. And it's kept quiet and they're not sure what to do. And the children have no resources. So they also feel like they're just left on a space where there's just no help. Yeah. So what what format, uh, in what format are the workshops? And you would uh, assume that something like just uh, being kind and compassionate comes as second nature. Well, I think that that is definitely something we all learn through, you know, life behaviors and things. But our formats of our workshops work with, we start right at the top with our principles. We work with the code of conduct at school. We work out what is your discipline structures, what do the parents find when they come into your school as part of your, your family at school. And then we train teachers. We work with the teachers, we work with social workers, and we put together a program that they can use in their classrooms with mm. the children. We then have facilitators who are volunteers who come with us and we help the teachers through those programs at school level, either starting in assemblies, talking things through, or work, working in small groups at the classroom level where children work in and and are proactive in working it out together yeah. of how to be a better safer school. So most people, and especially bullies, understand kindness as a sign of, of weakness. How do you work around this? How do you dispel this? Well, we definitely we aiming to dispel the myth that bullying is a normal part of your childhood development. Mm. And that bullying is actually a form of abuse. And that it does take place at schools, but it also can start in your communities or homes. And we work with that sort of background with the children and say that there are other ways to deal with your frustrations at school, your issues, whether you're the bully and you have things that you have to deal with because there's a reason why you're bullying. There are different ways of actually working through issues.
So let's talk about, I mean, the ripple effects of meanness and, and allowing um, our children, because I'm sure that it's, it, it begins at home before it gets to school. Yes, of course, it does begin at home. And then also remember our communities, what they witness and they see in their backyards and their neighborhoods, that all starts building in the child's mind, and then they think they can take it into the school ground and carry it out there and those sort of behaviors. So, yes, we say it starts at home, but a lot of those groups of people that we work with in our communities, sometimes those parents and those people that they were young or they haven't been shown the skills either of how to be a good parent. I mean, where is the manual to show us how to do that? Mm. And they might act out in a way that then the child takes back to school and acts out. You know, driving your car sometimes. You, you're bullying people on the roads and shouting and screaming and swearing. So the yeah. child goes to school thinking that's kind of normal. My mom and dad do it. So what we do at home is our behaviors, we need to watch them because they imitate us a lot, especially the younger children. I'm talking about six, seven, eight-year-olds. Oh, my goodness. So how can we be extension, an extension of, of this campaign uh, that we teach our children even at home that it's cool to be kind? Yes, of course. You know, obviously we send resource packs um, to, to the schools and we speak to the children and often the children take our toolkits that we give to them at home and they'll say, oh, I'm going to show daddy how to treat mommy or whatever. Oh, wow. So it is coming from the schools and going after it, but we actually do need the parents to say, you know, is this program happening at my school? Is this something that my, my child can learn from the school point of view? And also then to make sure that whatever we're doing at home, that we are duplicating the good behavior and the kindness act. You know, it just takes one kindness act to help somebody. Maybe the neighbor next door needs a nice cup of tea or something. Those little acts of kindness will stick with your child because mm. they will remember that. So we need to also act it out in our own space. Tell us about uh, Kids to Kids. Uh, what other programs are you involved in and uh, what does their organization do? Okay, so Kids to Kids have been around for many years, almost 18. So we run various different programs, normally at the school level, and the Kids to Kids projects run a different program every term. So we start with back to school with literacy and reading and reading corners that we try and get into the schools because we believe that children really need to read and learn to read to do everything else. So we start with that. And then middle of the year, sort of second term, third term, we have warmth to kids. We bring in blankets. Why do we bring in blankets? Because we, we sweet and nice, of course, but we're also trying to teach younger children, the great R's and great ones, that you need to go to bed early. You need to get sleep. You need to be warm at night. Just so you, as you can't teach a hungry child, you can't teach a cold and tired one either. They fall asleep in the day. So mm. we, we do that program. And then we have... Um, the cool to be kind is all obviously working on anti-bullying. We work with the young children, obviously in grade R, and we run that right through to grade three with a very specific program and toolkits and books and storybooks and heart badges and a bookmark to say, you know, this is a helpline number if you want to call some numbers. And then in grade fours to five to six to seven, we get a little bit more in depth into the program of what is bullying, and we carry that out. And then we run uh, right through to the end of the year where we have a campaign called Need to You, where those children who have received from the donor schools, because we have many donor schools who do the programs with us, and they contribute to the toolkit, which then obviously then comes through and we give them to the other little kitties. So from that point of view, it's also them saying thank you. And then when they see the other schools that it's come from, some of them go, wow, I want to be at a school like this, and I want to be part of this program, and how do I get to be part of this kind of life. Mm. So it has a sort of like double-edged sword kind of edge to it. So 
Yeah, we we busy after you. Seemingly, yes. Thank you, thank you very much uh, for joining us. Maybe contact details um, for those who'd like to connect to uh, the work that you do. Yes, obviously our website is www.kids2kids, which is K-I-D-Z, the number two K-I-D-Z dot C-O dot Z-A. Otherwise, they can send us an email on info at kids2kids.co. So it's also as good. Thank you. Thank you very much uh, for joining Thank us. You. And that is uh, Dee Bona, who is founder and national coordinator of uh, Kids to Kids. And that's where we end that conversation. And uh, you can connect with them via social media, Kids to Kids, uh, to perhaps uh, help them uh, continue with this great cause. That's where we end our offering today. Thank you so much uh, to the team. Next up uh, is the home run with Se Enes Pile. And thanks to the team, Lesejo Mangwanyan Bushoko, Matosa, Sylvester Komani and uh, Vusani Maruli. Dream team right there. Thank you so much uh, to everyone else uh, for tuning in. And uh, just a reminder that uh, we also have uh, the market update with uh, MoneyWeb and that's uh, uh, offered by Nompumelelo Siziba, then Spot On by Tabiso Musia. Shall I mention that uh, uh, award-winning sport presenter providing us with a sports talk show, not just a sports talk. And uh, also the viewpoint with, uh, say, Ashraf Gada and uh, the headspace with Nayelu Pondwan, Nightlight with Stephen Kecker and Sound Awake Kanyima Kubane starts the day with uh, for us. Thank you so much uh, for tuning in. And uh, right now, here's the news bulletin with Udzi Lesaku.